Chapter 30 The Joy of Potato Dumplings Despite again not getting much sleep, Herman again awoke when the sun began seeping into his drapeless bedroom windows. Though unlike the previous morning, Anna was sleeping peacefully in his arms, much as she had done countless times before. This had always been Herman's favorite part of the day. He loved smelling the scent of her hair and feeling the beat of her body as she breathed against him. It was how he knew he was alive and what made him trust the magic of beginnings, as his favorite philosopher, Meister Eckhart, once said. So he enjoyed this re-experience more than all others. He enjoyed it so much that, while caressing the rose petal in his pocket, he tried to will it and her to last forever. But both soon faded, and like the morning before, he got up and cleaned himself in the bathroom mirror as best he could. Like then, his guards drove him toward the palace. However, as they made their way across Maisel Street, Herman noticed a smiling Evo sweeping in front of the Maisel Synagogue, and he asked the driver to take a short detour and pull up alongside the man. The driver complied, and Herman rolled down his window and softly called out Evo's name, which caused him to stop his sweeping at once. He also turned to Herman, with his smile fading as he did. Good morning, spoke Herman. I wanted to thank you for getting up last night. That's my job, Evo told him, to help you people. You're working early this morning, I see, Herman noted with a grin. I have a lot to do today, Evo insisted. Do you think I could talk to you for a few minutes, Herman asked, as he opened the car door. Evo nodded. He further limped to the synagogue gate, where he put down his broom, before limping back to the car and sitting next to Herman. It must be pretty hard getting around with those feet of yours, commented Herman. It was worse before, Evo said. Dr. Broad, he made miracles for my feet. He's a feet doctor, you know. What kind of miracles did he make, Herman inquired. He made me shoes, Evo answered. Was he a member of the synagogue, Herman inquired next. Evo nodded. Tell me, Herman continued, how long have you worked in the synagogue? I mean the Maisel. Many years, Evo muttered. When I was little, I was an orphan. He added to this by pointing down the road and saying, I used to beg on Old Town Square, by where Master Huss's statue is. This remark made Herman recall a certain kiss there, and he couldn't help grin. But the statue wasn't there when I was a boy, Evo went on. Mr. Shalon hadn't built it yet. But not far from where it is now, I used to sit on the cobblestones all day and beg for my meals. Then Rabbi Popper found me. Suddenly a big smile came across Evo's face, and he murmured, I could remember the day like it happened just now. I could remember it so exactly. The rabbi took me by the hand and told me to come with him. Then as he led me away, he described to me how he and his people had a responsibility to repair the world, as he put it. 
Tikkun Olam, Herman whispered in Hebrew. Toyevuncho, Ivo cried out in Czech, while pointing at Herman with great excitement. That's exactly what he called it, Tikkun Olam. And you know what else he said? He said that I was a part of this. That's why he took me into his home and taught me. And when I got old enough, he hired me and got me my own place. Evo's smile didn't last long. It left his face as suddenly as it came, as he recalled his life prior to meeting the rabbi. He remembered how cold he always was, no matter what the weather. He was always hungry, too. Sometimes he was a little hungry, and often he was a lot, but he was always some hungry. Evo and Herman actually shared a lot in common, even if they didn't realize it. This created something of a bond between them, especially from Herman's perspective. He wanted to protect the man as much as he could, but to do this effectively, he needed to discover what Evo knew about the crimes and how he was involved in them. You like Rabbi Popper, don't you, he remarked, even though he knew the answer. Indeed I do, Evo remarked back, and his wife, Mrs. Popperova, too. She's the one who taught me how to make potato dumplings, which is my favorite dish. Once more, Evo's smile returned, and he pointed out, A very patient woman, that Mrs. Popperova. It took her all day to teach an idiot like me how to make potato dumplings, and she did it on a Sunday, too. But she did it somehow. Now every night I make them. I make them all by myself. They're good, too. As good as what I used to eat in restaurants, and much cheaper. Now I could afford to eat as many as I want, and sometimes I eat a lot. Now I'm never hungry. Like before, Evo's smile didn't last, and he lowered his eyes and mumbled, I miss them both terribly. I miss many who are gone. I guess, I guess I'm just too dumb to understand. Understand what, Herman asked. Why, everyone hates you people so much, Evo answered, after looking up at Herman. I hear all the time what they say about you. I've heard it since I was a boy sitting on the square. But it seems to me, it seems to me that they judge in you everything they don't want to judge in themselves. You're not dumb at all, Herman insisted. You're a lot smarter than you think. A lot smarter than most people around here. And that includes me. Unsurely, Evo nodded, and he opened his door and started to climb out of the car. Just one more question, Herman uttered, causing Evo to stop and turn toward him. My understanding is that you were with Captain Fisher at the Clausen Synagogue the day he was killed. Who? asked Evo. Captain Fisher, Herman replied. He was the man who was always trying to get into the cellar over there. You know, the one wearing a black uniform much like what my friend wears. The man you always see me with. Oh, him, Evo replied back. He's not a nice man at all. He's always yelling at me and telling me how he's going to kill me one day. He even hit me once. It's not my fault I'm dumb. The rabbi never yelled at me. He always smiled at me when I did something dumb. 
Mrs. Popperova, too. That Sunday, when she taught me how to make potato dumplings, she smiled at me all day long. When was the last time you saw Captain Fisher? Herman asked. Evil thought about this, and he told Herman, When I saw him last, it was late in the afternoon, just before I left for home, so I could make my dumplings. And what time did you leave that day? Herman asked next. Again, Evil thought about it, before answering by signifying five o'clock with his fingers. I must go now, he added as he left the car. Slowly, he limped his way toward the synagogue gate and the broom there, with Herman surer than ever that he was involved in the murders, even if he was no surer how.